Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The Peskin Report is sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. Their chef, Michael Best, can cook anything you want with or without being infused with cannabis. Check out some of what they make on their Instagram at High and Happy Catering or call them at 413-785-8999. You'll be happy you did. to the Pesky Report, a podcast for Red Sox fans. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report brought to you by Belly Up Sports Media. My name is Brad Chandler. This is episode number 118. Never any doubt. With me today, I have my co-hosts Hogdale, Brandon, and Doink. How are we all doing today? Never a doubt. Never, Never a doubt. Didn't even cross my mind that failure was ever an option <laughs> once. I mean, the, the Sox won their first series of the year. I mean, I guess I guess I'm excited about that. The Red, the Red Sox finally won a series. Granted, it's the second series of the season. <laughs> they are three and three. Hey. Yes. The drought is over. The series <laughs> there we go. drought is exactly. over. World and Series, here we come. Exactly. The World season was on, um, was on life support, and it came crawling back from the abyss. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Exactly. <laughs> so today we ended up facing old – friend Erod. We'll end up talking about that. We got some questions from some followers on Twitter as well. We'll talk about that. We're also going to discuss the Kershaw situation where he had a perfect game going on and he got pulled with, I believe it was 80 pitches. Correct me if I'm wrong. 80 on the dot. Exactly. Yeah. 80. Six yeah. To go. Yeah. Six outs, six, to go. six outs to go. They pulled him out and uh, the, the twins immediately got a base runner. So we'll end up talking about that. We'll we'll talk about game one, game two, and, of course, game three. We'll discuss the next series, which is the first series of 2022 at Fenway Park. It's a four-game series versus the Twins. So uh, where does everybody want to start? We want to just forget well, about the the first game. Game game one didn't happen. That was that a practice. Was, that was that. Yeah, that was a, a spring training 2.0. It was uh, after the first series. They gave us a spring training game to kind of you know get the wheels turning again, and then game two was where it actually counted. Well, we had we had spring training 2.0 last Friday and Saturday. So those <laughs> right. two didn't count. So yeah, right now bit. the Red Sox are three and zero. I guess that's 3.0. Then. So we had, you yeah, they just bad. wanted to extra ramp up time, you know, exactly. a little tricky with the shortened. Let's start yeah. off by talking about Trevor's story and what's been going on with him. Uh, he was taking it. He was not in the lineup versus the Yankees on Sunday. He was not in the lineup versus the Tigers on Monday. He wasn't in the lineup on Tuesday. Everybody started going, oh, my God, what is going on? We just this guy just signed a contract and all of a sudden he's not available to play any games. My understanding at first was he had the flu. It came out last night that he had food poisoning. I don't know if you guys had food poisoning before, but yep. <laughs> he can't really stand up. 
Yeah. Not well, you're kind of sitting on a toilet most of the time. Yeah. Or you you're know, busy. Yeah. You you gotta do your business. I gotta say, you know, that first clam chowder really does hit different when you Well, it was, you know, it's it's New York food. It's probably he probably what had like a bad gyro. Me, a I don't gyro. Know. You know. Well, gyro, gyro, we call whatever. We call them gyros down here. <laughs> <laughs> You're insulting the Greek. Oh my God. I can't believe this. <laughs> Kevin, you uh, off right now. Sorry, Kev. So yeah, Trevor Story was out for a couple of game, a couple of days, a couple of games, trying to say that all at the same time. Uh, he was out for a couple of games because he had food poisoning. A lot of people were concerned about it, like what's going on. There was concerns that he wasn't going to be in the lineup today. Uh, he ended up being in the lineup today. He had a yeah, he had a couple of hits, didn't he? He did. Yep. Drove two. Ribby. Sure did. And he had he had a hit that would have been a dogger in Fenway. All mm-hmm. it would have been only in, 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 only in Fenway. Only in Fenway. We actually have a couple of those that happened today. That kind of uh, was a little screwed up. Hate that park. Hate, hate it, it so much. I you know, I feel like I haven't paid attention like that to a game at Comerica in a while, and I just like that sucked. You know. <laughs> Listening to these, like, looking at these stats and whatnot about, like, oh, would it dong? Would it be an out? Whatever. It's no wonder why Erod decided that he was going to go to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That ERA is, like, shooting down because he's just, like, he gives up those crazy moonshots all the time. And there's you know, so, so much room for errors that it's going to play mm-hmm. for his style of game anyway. So. Yeah. I mean, what was it today? He had seven runs scored while he was in the game, but only two of them were earned. That's mm-hmm. that's straight out of Erod's playbook. Yeah, he gives up those like barreling line drives that just like yeah. those aren't going anywhere. He ended up going three and two thirds, gave up five hits, seven runs, only two of them were earned, and so, he had three insane. walks. Vintage. Insane. Yeah. All right, let's talk about game one. Uh, first game, we had Waka versus Manning. Waka was a little wild. Uh, didn't – I don't think he had his stuff. He definitely wasn't pitching all that great. Uh, he kind of looked like Hauk did on Sunday, if mm. if I'm being uh, honest here. But Waka went four to third. He gave up two hits, only one run. Um, he gave up three walks and struck out four. What were our thoughts on Waka's debut? Ogdale. Yeah, you'd like to him to go a bit longer, but it's early in the season. Uh, guys are still trying to figure out, get the control underhand. Uh, nice to see an Iowa boy, Iowa legend, Michael <laughs> Waka, you know, make his first start here. And I got hope, uh, high hopes from going forward to be uh, a decent arm who can give us some length. But, you know, it's a mediocre first outing. He just needs to get the his control under control. He's definitely not yeah. 2013 Waka. Brandon, what are you, what were your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I I kind of agree with the enigma uh, that that he he was just kind of lackluster, but it was serviceable. He he did enough in that game. But the real story for me was Manning. He was perfect through what yeah. four innings, five he innings. Was crazy. Like, he 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 had the the bats cold, and he was took advantage of it for sure. Yeah, he, he absolutely had our number, and it was like, it's rough to see that because you're you've got those guys that are ready to go right now, and then like I feel like everyone who's not absolutely ready to go pitching perfect games is still figuring it out. Like I think it's kind of like eighty twenty, like guys who are just like ready to go and guys who are still ramping up. So I feel like we're gonna have maybe one more start from everyone who's looking kind of rough looking kind of rough again while they like figure it out i'm like trying not to judge these guys too soon because they're not trying to overreact yeah they didn't have like a lot of time it's crazy like we i can't um i guess i'd you know you'd rather see them take it easy now than blow their arms out by july so So. manning manning went six innings he gave up one hit one run it was earned and he only had two strikeouts that's kind of crazy to see a guy, he's going, I believe he went four innings of perfect, right? Was it four perfect innings? Yeah. I think it was four, yeah. And I had started immediately. I was like, oh, we got a perfect game going on. Hope nothing happens here. And people were just like, 
why would you be excited about him having a perfect game? It's like people get in on Bring the joke. It's literally like it, like Brandon said, over your head here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. It's not cool seeing a perfect game going against your team. I know, I think it was in 2018, Manaya had a no hitter against the Red Sox. And I was just like, I can't believe I'm actually watching this shit. It's just depressing. He, he was always tough against Sox hitting, though. I don't know what it was about Manaya, but he was always tough. Yeah. So we go from Waka to Strom. Strom goes two thirds of an inning. He gives, uh, he gives up. No hits, no runs. He doesn't walk anybody. He struck out both the batters he faced. What are our thoughts on Strom so far this season? You know, Hogdale pointed out that he always looks like he's greasy on the Sunday show. <laughs> yeah. and so I was paying close attention to that whenever he came into this one. And the the best comparison that I can think of is he looks like a, one of those professional wrestlers that puts the baby oil in his hair before he goes through the curtain. So oh, it's no. looking wet and stringy. That's, that's how I think of uh, Strom now. Hogdale still, still going on the greasy. Oh yeah. I mean, just look at the dude. Like, like I can say, he just looks like he smells. Yeah. Like, he smells, I bet he smells rancid. So does that, the man. are we like looking at, is that, are we qualifying for sticky stuff? Is that like the territory we're reaching where like, if Strom's really nasty this year, are we going to have to make him shower so that he's not cheating on accident? <laughs> no, actually, maybe that's his tactic to get the arms to stop <laughs> yeah. from checking him. Like, if he smells so terrible, like, they just won't check him for the sticky <laughs> stuff. They're like, oh, whoa, okay. Yeah. Jesus. Had enough of this shit. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's working, so I guess. I sign you... up for this bullshit. Right. Um, Barnes. Makes his first appearance. Uh, I'm going to give a little shout out to our boy, Ryan Brady here. Uh, he made he made it a point to say that Barnes was just scared shitless of the Yankees. And he wasn't hurt. Uh, he didn't have back problems or anything like that. I kind of, I got to agree with him. This, uh, this seems like a tactic here. It kind of checks out. Yeah, it definitely checks out here. Like you were hurt. All three games at, at, at New York, and all of a sudden you can pitch in game one uh, in Detroit. Mm, something's a little fishy here. What are our thoughts on Barnes coming in for his first appearance? Doink. Well, oh, you can go ahead. I was going to yeah. say while he was in New York, he went to a CVS or something and picked up one of those <laughs> massaging heat pads, and he had that on the plane. So that's that's why he was able to pitch in game one. Of course. Go ahead, Doink. Ready to go. I mean, he was, I mean, solid as, you know. He's definitely got a lot of trust to earn back uh, in general from everybody. So I feel like we're all kind of like, if he's doing solid, it's kind of like you just don't want to acknowledge it. You're not like, I'm not going to praise you for doing your job in the sixth inning when you are paid to be our closer. <laughs> I'm like, you got to really earn back some trust here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he looks nice. Uh, just, you know, just do that about, you know eight to ten more times and then i can start trusting you again it's just it's it's so hard with matt barnes and i hate you know piling on the hate bandwagon that our good friend ryan brady you know is the ringleader of like it's like the meme where there's if like if there's 10 million matt barnes haters i am one of them if there's a hundred thousand i am one of them if there's 10 i'm one of them them. if there's one it's me if there's zero i have died I'm pretty sure that Brady's like the most like he hates Matt Barnes more than he hates anybody in the world. Yeah, we were like yeah. showing pictures of his like diamond necklace. He's like, "That's ugly as shit." <laughs> <laughs> so we end up it, getting. In all fairness, it is pretty ugly. It is pretty ugly. It's like a black. <laughs> it's like a black diamond necklace. Barnesy, like- take that garbage off. Yeah. Uh, it, next, we have Austin Davis. He comes in. He he goes two thirds, gives up three hits, two runs, both of them earned a walk, and uh, he gives up a walk, a strikeout, and one of those were a home run. Uh, Davis Davis looks like fudge, and I don't mean big fudge. I mean he looks and smells like what Ralphie said in uh, a Christmas story. Oh, and yeah, like when they call him Big Fudge, they mean like he literally is just a piece of shit, and like yeah. his performance is just awful all the time. Consistently. Which we'll we'll revisit that later because <laughs> we actually have a question that came in on Twitter. 
which I think right now we should probably uh, we should probably end up answering this one. We had a question come in from Kyle Martin uh, at K Hi, Martin. Kyle. At, yep. uh, at K Martin 1128 he goes, which pitcher should Taylor replace when he's ready? Davis or Brazier? Kick them both to the fucking moon. God, they both suck. Yeah. <laughs> Davis that, over that is, Brazier, but that that's a hard question because both have not been great. Yeah. This series alone, they both had terrible outings. Stinky. I've I've long been on the side of saying that Brazier needs to be kicked to the sun. So I would say Brazier, but Big Fudge is not too far behind. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I, fudge yeah. is probably going to go because you need the. Yeah. You're going to replace the lefty with the lefty. I think I have like exactly one more like nice memory of Brazier doing something good in my brain than I do of Austin Davis. So that's I'm willing. Yeah. To. I will never forget the time he told Sanchez <laughs> to get the fuck in the box. <laughs> yeah. I mean that alone. I, I, can, I guess I can kind of I can kind of overlook his shit uh, yeah. start this uh, this season, but uh, yeah, pick it up, Razor, pick it up. I've got my own question about Austin Davis. What's your question? Is he a war criminal based on these performances? But he's getting close. <laughs> one one more of those. Like he's gotta be, we've he's we've gotta got be we've on. got one more game that where we'll talk about big fudge Austin Davis. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Um, he ended up actually getting the loss in this game. Uh, Brazier Good. comes in for a third of an inning. He gives up two hits, one run, which was a home run. It's like Fudge and and Davis just suck. Um, Bad, I, yeah. Brazier, <laughs> Bitneck, whatever we want to call him. Not not a good not a good start to the season for either one of those you guys. Borderline terrorists, the both of them, like on a watch list. I mean, sure. Jesus Christ, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> damn, they're on a list. Like, we need to investigate. Can <laughs> yeah, we get the FBI on this? That FBI investigate this. <laughs> CIA. Uh, then we have Philip Valdez. He comes in two thirds of an inning, a hit, and two strikeouts. What's up, Brandon? You wanted to say something. No, it was just uh, two. Yeah. Philip Valdez comes out and does the damn thing. The Red Sox lost 3-1. That was because mm-hmm. Brazier decided to give up a bomb to Baez, which every single one of us could sit here and say, I called it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was happening. They they lost 3-1 in part because of all that, but also because the bats just did not wake up the entire game. I'm going to oh I, 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 give an excuse for that. They got in at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, they were tired. Nah. Oh my they're god, they're so they, tired. They, they were tired. They, they that game was at five p.m. They didn't get to take a nap. Nap. That oh, game was if it was sweepy. if it was a one p.m. game, maybe. Pops five matter. I'll we'll get back Come in on. there, you loser. Get up. <laughs> hey, they make it up for the next two games. All right, let's uh, let's get into a question from one of our followers uh, before we head on to the next game. Uh, we've got a question from Kevin Wilson at Kevin six. We'll see. Uh, Dahlbeck isn't hitting any cause for concern or is it still early? First of all, Dahlbeck is hitting. So it's funny. Cause he said the question is, and he, he got hit two hits today, but he is hitting uh, like he's what, hitting. Buck 60 on the he season has, right now. He has as many homers as everyone else does. Like <laughs> he does. That's bats funny. are waking up. 
I think we're going to be okay. Like, I definitely do not sound the alarm on Bobby. I mean, I until mean, yesterday, uh, Kike didn't have a hit. Yeah. Then, like, like, what? He went like 19, a zero for 19 without getting a hit. Yeah. yeah. It was really I, rough. I look, I look at it two ways. Bobby last year started off kind of slow and then he picked things up as the summer progressed and then he ended up with a pretty good season. And then if you look at his his totals over 160 professional games, he's among the leaders in Red Sox history in home runs, RBIs, yeah. and stuff like that in that span. So I think Bobby will be okay. Yeah. If, th- if we can if we can get 35 homers and 120 ribbies a season out of Bobby, I'm good with it. Plus, Beautiful. I don't get concerned about anyone until I get like at least like a 20 or 30 game sample size. Exactly. Like at least. I think it's time for us to like start trying to talk about trading uh, for a first baseman. <laughs> Maybe Bobby will start like, like call the this up. I've seen enough. <laughs> exactly. Well, he did hit that ball like fucking eight million feet the other day. Four hundred and seventy-seven oh feet. Jesus Christ! He's not human. He's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Of baseballs. <laughs> They were interviewing him last night and they were like, oh, the last one I hit was 400 or the longest one I hit before that was 472 feet. So this will be the longest of my professional career. And he was like the 472 foot one went 111 miles per hour off the bat. And then they were like, yeah, this one only went 110. He was like so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) The extra velocity was just a mile per hour slower. He he just murders baseballs. It'll be great. He's going to be so good. But we can he can take his time. We're not in a rush. Like that's no, the absolute no. beauty of this. Bobby's an everyday player, and that's so perfect right now. All right, let's move on to game two. Uh, we had Dick Mountain, Rich Hill Woo. versus Alexander. Uh, Dick Mountain went four to third innings. He gave up five hits, three runs, three earned runs, one walk, four strikeouts, had five swinging misses. I don't care. I think that that's actually pretty impressive for a guy that's 42 years old. Also, uh, his outfielders were trolling him like his entire uh, <laughs> debut, his t- entire debut. Like was that it, was some shitting defense. Was it, it was, was bad. It, was it an yeah. Erod type game? Oh yeah, that was Erod esque. Oh, yeah. Maybe even worse. Well, it was Arroyo it, and Wright, and it was yeah. Arroyo oof. was unserious, and Verdugo had a bad day too. That was in the so field. bad. And R.O. was at second. He, yeah. he also had a lot of dinky hits. A lot of those hits were just that like too. bloop singles and things like that, that, you know, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. And it just so happened that it happened to Rich Hill after there were errors and things like that already yeah. loading the bases full of players. So like, I thought yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, he, he looked great. Was, for, for, for a guy that's 42 years old. Absolutely. He threw, he threw 70 pitches. 54 of them were for strikes. So, I mean. I'll take that every five days. I do like the fact that his uh, he had a curveball that would hit like seventy miles per hour. That's my favorite part. My guy, (laughs) Looper. What What's beautiful about a guy like this is kind of like with Tim Wakefield. It messes up the hitters for the next couple games after Mm -hmm. that. Like trying to adjust to that knuckleball is kind of like trying to adjust to a seventy mile per hour curve. It throws your swing off. It throws everything off. And then whenever you have a guy that comes in right after him, like a Whitlock who can ramp up the speed, it makes him even more effective. Is uh, he had a curveball that he threw to Jonathan? Is it scoop? Shoot. Scope. 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 Okay. Which is the worst. Yeah. He had a slow curve that sat around 69 miles per hour that he threw to scope uh, (laughs) that he, he ended up fouling off. He got lucky with that one. Yeah. Um, in this game, Kike had his first hit and first RBI of the season. Dude, he was killing it today. Like he was all over the streaks ball. over. Bat is hot, right? I mean, his first uh, more out, on that later. Like <laughs> his first at bat of the day, he fucking murdered a ball that probably would have been a home run if it was like a sunny day and not cold, rainy, and windy. Windy. <laughs> and like just yeah, the rest of the day, just murdering baseballs. Like he's locked in. Let's go. Uh, Whitlock coming. Uh, he had a top. He had the top velocity of all the pitchers yesterday in the game. He was. Uh, he topped out at ninety-seven miles per hour. I love this kid. Dude, he was I, I sexy love him yesterday. I, I love everything about him, Mister Heim. Uh, you know, 
master class of a re-signing. Yeah, exactly. Absolute master class. for six years, like, at that number. That boy's home. You have him at four with two options. Yeah, two club options, so it's six years. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. It was a player option, yeah. Four, he's gone. He had had four swing and misses. Uh, Dahlbeck was getting unlucky yesterday. Uh, He had a fly out in the sixth inning. It was 102 off the bat with an expected batting average of 810. Uh, it, it's just yeah, really just fuck America Park, dude. One of my favorite insane. things about the game about game two though was the JD foul ball double. Oh, that oh, was yeah. fairest ball I've ever seen. By the way, yeah, totally fair. Never it was like seen inside the foul line. Never seen a more fair ball. Never, never, never <laughs> a doubt. That we got our first review of the season, and it was over <laughs> something that they couldn't even see. Like it the definitely, way that the... it wasn't touching the chalk. I'll I tell you that there. much. <laughs> I, I agree with you there. Say, it's 2022. How do we not have like cameras at every angle to like not, you know, be able to figure this out? It's MLB. Hello? What, do you, what do you expect? Be- we'll do? complain Com- about it. Comerica is so big that the cost to cover that much <laughs> ground with the camera is just astronomical. So they pay for the a best drone. They can. Like rover above the stadium. Oh, I hate. I'm not I even hate joking. Those. I hate the. I hate the drone shots that some parks do. Like, Who does that? I, I think don't, don't the Mariners do that? They have like the drone that goes like over the first baseline. It oh, it's awful. Like, there's no reason not to like the, that. There's any area of the ballpark like you can't see with the camera for review is kind of pathetic. <laughs> this is a billion dollar industry. Come on, guys, figure <laughs> it out. It reminded me of spring training whenever they would uh, show the the oh, flies to the outfield from like <laughs> from the yeah. grandstands or whatever. It's like what, what this is, is terrible. You can't camera. see anything. Yeah. Like what so is this a double? Terrible. Like, a dude hits a home run, and then you got to like drag the camera. Like oh god, uh, oh where's the ball? Oh shit! And they finally find it. So before we go to game three, we got two questions from the same person uh, around the diamond. They asked us, "Who are you giving the big contract to, Devers or Xander? Only choose one." We've discussed this, and, and I, I actually responded to this. Uh, we've discussed this numerous times on the pod. Um, we, I'm pretty sure all of us agree. And if we don't, we're, we're, we're fucking, that, that person's a moron. Uh, Devers. Devers. There's literally zero reason to not pay Devers, like, at all. Not one. <laughs> not, uh, one, one. not one one. Not one one. Shut the fuck <laughs> That was terrible. Come on, man. Uh, we were throwing around numbers today for that contract, like we were in the front office. I was, we were. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun conversation. I refuse to believe this deal doesn't get done for now. Like, like it's, tr- it's truthfully done by the end, at the end of the season. We like, it's say December, like, like whatever. Say Raffy, um, like you know, he finally gets his defense together this year, puts together a complete season. Okay, good. I don't care that the price went up. Like. <laughs> I actually that just makes it easier to pay no, him. <laughs> I actually want to call somebody out. I have to find this tweet. It Ooh. is is it a bad tweet? The ops manager. It was the operations manager. I believe it's the yeah operations manager for WEEI. So oh, he shit. made a post earlier today. So I listen to WEEI pretty much every day. Uh, especially the Greg Hill show. Shout out to those guys, Gresh and Keith. And um, Ken Laird, or Greg Hill had Jeff Passon on, and he had mentioned that uh, the Red Sox had offered over $200 million to Rafi. Now, this guy, Ken Laird, I, I can't stand him on the show when he was on the show, and I'm so happy he's not on the show anymore. He made a post that said Jeff passed to the Greg Hill show right now. The Sox offered two hundred million, and Devers wanted three hundred million, over three hundred million. This is playing out like Mookie Betts. You had part of that right. The part that you had right was Devers was over three hundred million, and this is playing out like Mookie Betts. The part that you're wrong at, and you you were listening to the damn show, and they replayed the interview too. To say exactly what he said, Passon said the Red Sox offered over two hundred million. They did yeah. not offer him two hundred million. They offered him over two hundred million. 
Get your mm. shit correct, Ken. I know you're never going to listen to this, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, you're the ops manager. Yeah, that's insane. And it's mostly like, like like a years thing, which a lot of people yeah. have brought up. Raffi probably asked for twelve years, which honestly, like, I wouldn't even balk at giving him twelve years. Yeah, like, he's young enough to where it's like not like unreasonable. Brandon, you you look like you wanted to say something. Yeah, uh, I was I was going to clue in on that point that you made, Brad, about the over two hundred, but by saying. 200 million that got clicks that got mm-hmm. people's attention That's and that exactly got that got traction yeah. but people are forgetting that between 200 million and 299 million 999,999 there is a lot of space and if the red Sox were closer to that top number than they were that bottom number then they're not as far off from Rafi as, yeah. as a lot of people are thinking it's been yeah. it's been so vague, like all of this stuff we've been getting. What was it a couple of days ago? They there was the tweet that was like, "Oh, there's a nine figure difference in the offers that are going back and forth between Devers and the front office." And it's like, okay, but like we've all said, the years are like the only important part in this conversation. So until we know years that are being like offered, because we will know that when they're ready to tell us the years that are being offered, I think until then don't hit the panic button because they could literally be like three years and, you know, 5 million per off. Yeah. And that could be a nine figure difference in theory. I'm I'm not even concerned. I'm not even concerned about it. Yeah, they're going to resign Raffi. Like worrying We're, about it is kind of coming dumb. home. Relax. It's just like, yeah, yeah Haim has shown that he will do the smart thing. Like in every opportunity show, the smart thing is to sign Rafi. Like he's not going to go anywhere. I don't. I don't see how the story signing doesn't like make you believe that we're keeping Rafi like a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Worrying about mean, Xander. Why walking, would we do that? Yeah, that's probably going to happen. But yeah, let's they, they, they aren't losing Rafi. I can guarantee uh, the, it. The next question that we had from around the diamond was because I said to them that we had answered that numerous times. They said fine. Who pitches more innings this year, Paxton or Sale? That's a fun question. That's actually I'm I'm going with Paxton. I would say that too, just to be just to be crazy. I mean, it it isn't even that crazy, honestly. It's not even crazy with like the fucking weird ways that Sale has missed games over these last few years, like even like pre and post Tommy John, like the belly button shit, and yeah, he's coming back like early enough where knock on wood uh he could get hurt again this season like he's has enough time to do it Did twice not it, put fucking negative I'm energy i knocked on, on a guy, I'm, I'm knocking all over it i'm just saying to hurt like every other day i want to be prepared for all circumstances emotionally yeah i don't think how's, it's gonna happen there's no way because like he seems fine but god Brandon. forbid how's how's this for a take <laughs> Garrett Whitlock will pitch more innings than both of them. Whoa. Ooh. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. I, I mean, you're not wrong. I, yeah, I don't think honestly. 
I like that take. I mean, he's already pitched four innings today, uh, yesterday. And, and he had he was a so couple good. at Yankee Stadium. Right. But By the way, like these guys pitch- are supposed to come out there and get five or six every single time. So yeah, if he's getting, the you know, starting pitcher should be getting more. But you know, can I just say, like, people are pointing out, like, our bullpen doesn't have much depth right now. But like, when Paxton and Sale get back, like, two starters are moved to the bullpen, and that's two long guys. Who do you think's gonna end up getting moved to the bullpen? You think it's gonna be Hill and, uh, and Hauk? Hill will be first. Yeah, yeah probably. I, mean, I I don't think it will be Hill. I think Hill's gonna have the. He's got the old man rub. You know, he's gonna. Yeah, be maybe the, Waka and Hauk. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely Hauk though. I'd like I mean, to see Waka in the pen. I, mean, I love how fun. like. We're giving up on Hawk after approximately one start this year. No, come on, like maybe give him a bit more time. Jesus. I'm, not, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. <laughs> well, he's gonna have until June or July anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> this here's I mean, another here's another idea, and I mean, you guys could call me fucking crazy at this one. Just fucking put sale in the pen. I mean, that's would not it, a terrible idea. You would know, he if, do if that? we're, yeah, if we're gonna have guys that can only go four and a third. Four and two thirds, stuff like that. I mean, Why not have a, a guy like him that can piggyback? It's like, yeah, it would be nice at the same time. He's clearly shown he isn't that much of a team player because he won't get vaccinated and he's going to miss games in Toronto. So, you know. All the more reason not to have him in the rotation. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's a good point. I heard on the radio the other day, uh, I was coming home from the uh, Yard Goats game, and they were talking about having uh, Chris Sale as the closer. Hmm. Huh. I, mean, I yeah. have seen okay. have seen a World Series game closed out. By <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It's the thing is like I just I don't think he would do it. I, well, like, I feel like if you're going to move thirty million dollars, I don't think he would say no. Yeah, if you're going to move him to the pen, I think closer is kind of like the snazziest role in the pen. So I think yeah. maybe he I mean would... we don't have a fucking closer. And we don't have he... one. I mean. Deekman hey. was, was going to be our closer as of Sunday, Deakman. and then today it's Hanzo Robles. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not out on Deekman yet. That was one you, little little shoulder little shoulder rub. That's you fine. doubt our demigod Hanzo Robles? <laughs> how, how could you? Never a doubt. Well, it's never we a doubt. That we do know it's not going to be Matt Barnes. Uh, all right, let's <laughs> talk about today. Today uh, we had Uvaldi. Versus old friend Eduardo Rodriguez. Eduardo was uh, rocking some jewelry today. <laughs> he was not allowed to do so when uh, he was with the Red Sox. He had his nice little flashy earring. Uh, one fun fact I'd like to point out here is that while he was with the Red Sox, he had numerous at bats and zero hits. Now that he is a member of the Detroit Tigers, he will never get an at he will never get an at bat or a hit. So that earring's going to do him no good. Uh, Evaldi went five innings, four hits, two earned, uh, one walk, six strikeouts. Two of those runs were home runs. He's given up, what, three bombs so so far? Which is weird for him because he's pretty stingy when it comes to allowing home runs usually. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. He doesn't give up homers and he just walks nobody. Yeah. Typically. Uh, yeah. Barnes, Barnesy comes in again. Uh, he's Ooh. he's got he pitched one inning, one strikeout. He's got a zero ERA, and uh, Ryan Blake, lady, Ryan Brady still fucking hates him. <laughs> I don't think there's anything Matt Barnes could do that could make Brady stop no. hating him. He could save like his daughter from a burning building, and he'd be like, <laughs> "Fuck you, thanks, asshole." <laughs> I also want to point out that when Barnes was in, it was nine to two, so there was really no <laughs> pressure at that point in time. So he was yeah. in a very this low level. To be fair, though, it was too much for Austin Davis. This literally fair. blows off fucking Brady's head. He's like, "Yep, told you, I was fucking right. I was fucking right." And two games in a row, they brought him in in the sixth inning. So that's that's a mighty fall so, from grace if he was expected to be the closer. It's a very yeah. big downgrade yeah, demotion. Uh, Davis comes too. in for two-thirds of an inning, gives up three hits, two runs, walks a batter, strikes out a batter, gives up a dinger. What a dick. 
Uh, Cutter Crawford comes in. <laughs> Just what a dick. Old knuckleball. Cutter Crawford comes in, a.k.a. old knuckleball. It comes in. I posted up. I might have posted this up a little too early. Said that Crawford's better than Davis. He goes a third of an inning, gives up three <laughs> hits, three runs, all of them earned, a walk, and a strikeout. Thanks for proving me wrong, dickhead. Thanks, Cutter. <laughs> Deekman comes in. He can't hold it down. Uh, or No, he does get the hold. Two-thirds of an inning. A hit. He hits someone. He uh, struck out two and uh, gave up no runs. He still got a zero ERA. Robles comes in because Deekman was not able to get out of it. He was being wild. Uh, this was actually the part of the game that I did not end up watching because I had prior engagements. But Robles, never any doubt. One in the third innings, one strikeout for the game. I, I, he gets the save as well. So uh, what what are our thoughts? Holy shit. We, we've got some things to talk about with this. We got some things. Uh, Doink mentioned Woody Dong. Woody Dong. Uh, we have uh, Trevor Story. That was a flyout. What inning was this in? At the top of the six, it was a flyout. The exit velocity was 99 uh, miles per hour. The launch angle was 39 degrees. The projected distance was 352 feet. This would have been a home run at Fenway Park and nowhere else. So <laughs> he was born in Fenway. He's ready. He, he, he is born. To, he's going to get his first home run. I can't on, wait. On Friday. I can't wait. He's gonna rake this year, like that. That I'm, swing place. Telling you, that was what everyone was saying. Everyone was like, "Literally, don't worry. Just wait until he's hitting regularly in Fenway, and he's already doing it in other parks." Right. <laughs> so, like, I'm you. I'm pumped to see him uh, hit at Fenway. Uh, the next one, Doink ended up sharing with us: Rafael Devers versus Roni. Is it Roni or Ronnie? Whatever. Let's say Ronnie. Ronnie. Okay, let's say I, I'm going to give him. I'm I'm just going to say Roni because Tony spelled the same way with the T. Tony so, Laroni. Yeah, Tony Laroni. That checks out. Garcia. Laroni. It was uh, a flyout. <laughs> the exit velo was 107 miles per hour, 41 degree launch angle. It was projected at 391 feet. This would have been a home run at 15. So half the parks in MLB, uh, and it was a flyout. Bobby Dahlbeck, uh versus Roni uh, Garcia it was another flyout. Exit velocity 106.2 miles per hour. Launch angle 34 degrees. 392 feet was the projected distance, and it would have been a home run in 14 of the 30 ballparks. Thanks, Comerica Park. Fuck you. Uh, there was also the Raffy Devers one where uh, – it's the anti unicorn. I think he had two. Yeah, he had two. Yeah, but he had the one that was the the really bad one, which is the anti unicorn, where it literally is only not a home run in Comerica Park. It's yeah. a home run in every other ballpark. <laughs> he did have that one as well. Oh, uh, we, have, we have we have a couple other questions that just came in. Um, we have Chris Marcio um, on Twitter. Do we just have Hansel Robles close? He's got the stuff and seems to have the mentality. Uh, out of all the pitchers that we have in the bullpen, um, Robles is the only one that has been a closer who can close a game. Matt Barnes was a closer, but was never actually a closer. Um, and the only other person besides uh, in the bullpen that I would actually trust is Whitlock. And we can't have him closing the games all the time because we need him doing doing other things like getting a four game, uh, getting a four inning save or whatever uh, behind Rich Hill. Yeah, uh, go ahead and that. give that give that wood it dog, uh, Brandon. Um, this one, this is the unicorn for Rafi Devers versus Erod. Exit velo ninety eight point one, launch angle thirty seven, projected distance three hundred and ninety three feet. And it was a flyout. It would have been a home run every single major league stadium except Comerica. Boo! Garbage stadium. First too. And that was that was his first at bat. Yeah. 
Uh, baseball's quirks are only fun when they don't hurt you. This is why I don't watch Tigers games. Like, fuck that, dude. Well, that <laughs> so because boring. Black, it's because of that and because I'm blacked out. So I literally yeah. can't watch Tigers games. But, you know. <laughs> and yeah, we got Brady posting up videos of the game that uh, Jose Abreu took uh, Matt Barnes deep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not even a fucking look. All right. What are what were our thoughts on the series? Granted, you know, we took two of three. That was great. Game one, eh, I'll give them maybe they retired. You know, they didn't get their they didn't get their nap in or whatever. Uh getting in at two o'clock in the morning, flying from Yankee Stadium. What uh what are what were our thoughts on game uh on this series? I mean it was pretty nice. Uh obviously that first game was just lethargic on the offensive end and just a drag to watch, but uh, over the last two games, the offense really seems like they've waken up and it makes me really excited to see what they're going to do going back to Fenway. TK's uh, on, looks like he's going to start being on a heater. Uh, Bobby's wake, waking up. Rafi's been good all year and, you know, he's just insane. All in six general. games. Crazy in the spring training. Absolute, absolute madman. Listen, he's the only one who showed up in all six games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is taking turns That's sleeping. True. That's true. So, I'm, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm a highly encouraged by what I saw in the last two games. Yeah, you gotta love like winning the last two games going into home opener. Like, only thing better would be you know going into that undefeated. So, really yeah. good momentum. So, ride that, Brandon. Yeah, I mean it's it's good to finally uh, get back to 500, get back home for the first time this season, and play in front of the the crowd. I think, um, you know, going from Detroit where there was literally 45 people in the audience to going to a packed Fenway park will really yeah. get the uh, momentum gonna going and, and it's going to get the bats going. We actually had a couple of people that uh, follow us that were sending us pictures and videos from that New was York cool park. to see that yeah. is real cool. So like, if you're listening, definitely, you know, if you're going to go to a game, Shoot us pictures. We'll post them. We'll retweet them for you. You know, uh, get you some shout outs and whatnot. We love seeing pictures. If you're at Fenway, shoot us some pictures of you next to Pesky Pole. That's always a good one. Um, yeah. So let's dig into the wearing our t-shirt. Yeah, that would be nice too. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find our t-shirts? Um, well, the links are posted up in all of our episode descriptions and, and all that stuff so that you can find the store. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a long link. On, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the pesky report dot spreadshirt dot com or something like that. But yeah, just, just go to any of our pages and you can find our links. Yeah. If you go on to our Twitter page, it's right there. It says merch, the dash pesky dash. Get, get, before, a, blah, an blah, Ed, blah. get an Ed hand trust a meter shirt. I bought one. I bought one. I had to. <laughs> I, I need to get one. Cause that Hell graphic yeah. is just beautiful. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the Kershaw uh, game earlier today. Kershaw had a perfect game. Uh, he had uh, seven innings, 80 pitches, 13. Was it 13 strikeouts? I believe it was 13 yep. Ks. Mm-hmm. And we're watching the game. We hear that they're pulling Kershaw and literally everybody in the world who's like hearing this, this is bullshit. Except what, are, uh, what, what, what do we think about this? Like, do we think this was a smart move on Dave Roberts? There's, I believe there's only been 23 perfect games in, in the history of uh, MLB. Yeah. Yep. 21. 23 ever and 21 in the modern era. Dave Roberts is not seeing heaven for this one, dude. No. He just isn't. Uh, this is a war crime. This is an act of terrorism. Uh, wow, I, everything's just an act of terrorism. It is. And I just, I despise where we're at with starting pitching uh, in today's MLB. It just, I despise it. It sucks. Yeah. You got a guy in the seventh inning, only 80 pitches. He has a perfect game going. And like, if it was a no hitter, fine. He's thrown a no hitter before. I wouldn't even mind him taking him out. This is a perfect game. Like yeah. only 21 in the modern era. And I saw like Pete Abraham tweet, like what reason is there to keep Clayton Kershaw out for a hundred pitches for the first time since 2018? Cause he's throwing a he's perfect throwing. game. <laughs> You went. There's a World Series awarded every year. 
and Kershaw's won one of those, by the way, too. The only thing he hasn't done one. in his career is throw a perfect game. It's the one thing he hasn't done, and you pull him. What? He hasn't yeah. won a real world series championship. So no don't, okay. don't even that <laughs> okay. no one cares about that. I mean, the fucking yeah. Mickey Mouse. It no it cares. sucks because like he I understand that his leash was supposed to be 70 to 80 pitches, but and he might have been slowing down a little bit, but like let him go till he gets a till something happens. Like I I I have a hard time. I mean, I know that also he said that Dave Roberts made the right call. Like later when he got asked about it, he was like, Oh no, he made, he made the right call. He's too nice. How are you not pissed about that? Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Even a little bit. We shouldn't be surprised. Dave yeah. Roberts has a history of doing this. In 2016, he pulled Rich Hill out of a perfect game after seven innings. He's also pulled Ross Stripling after seven and a third no-hit innings. So he he has no qualms about pulling these pitchers out whenever he wants to. Stats are ruining your brain. Speaking of Rich Hill, remember the time that he pulled Rich Hill out of the World Series game that he was just like dominating the Red Sox and then all of a sudden the Red Sox (laughs) come back and just fucking win? And he got rightfully clowned for that one. He got clowned for that one. And just like that, today, as soon as he pulled Kershaw out, what happened? Twitter exploded. Hits started coming. Rightfully started so. Coming. Dude, people like – and like the, to the people defending this, do you guys realize how rare a perfect game is? I can't people believe I don't. have to explain this. We're lucky if we see one like once every five years. Yeah. I believe the last perfect game was Philip Umber with the White Sox, and I think that was almost a decade ago. 21 out of like what like over 200,000 games like you're looking at that's uh 0.01% of all baseball games ever. So like what are we doing here? Let him try. What are if we he doing? has to miss his next start because his arm is a noodle, like fine, he'll be okay. He's like still relatively durable. People are saying like, oh, he's got like three or four more seasons left in him. And it's like, I don't think that's going to be deterred by him going three more innings. Like the last perfect game, August 15th, 2012, Felix Hernandez. That was 10 years ago. That's almost 10 years ago. Felix. Last time we've seen a perfect game. Give it to us. And you robbed us of the chance of seeing it. Like, Fuck you, Dave Roberts. And Gary Sanchez was the first hit. <laughs> sure oh, was. <laughs> it's just immediately. All right. Abysmal. All right. Abysmal. All right. So speaking of uh, the Dodgers, I wanted to bring this clown up. Uh, Trevor Bauer has his suspension has been. Uh, it, it's it's made longer. Extended. I, extended. His, uh, There's his, the word. It's yeah. been extended to I believe it the twenty second, April twenty second. Do, do we see him pitching again? Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to keep him out forever. I right? as much as I don't want to see him. Are these again. are these suspension deadlines kind of just like the lockout deadlines where they can just keep pushing it back forever and ever, and it doesn't exist? And then we're just, I, like, he's still getting paid though. That's the thing that's crazy. I don't know what they're waiting for. Exempt list and. Yeah, the thing is, is like, I feel like it's just kind of cowardly, like what Major League Baseball is doing, just to mm-hmm. hand down whatever his suspension is or ban him from baseball. Yeah. Like, make a decision. Make a decision. I feel like our, it seems also like financially, obviously financially motivated, but it makes me wonder if they're doing this to see if any teams express interest in him. Because they could be just waiting to see if he's going to go anywhere or if anyone even wants him oh, before if making anybody, a decision. If anybody even tries it, their their entire fan base is going to fucking destroy them. They'll fit it on the Yankees. They'll love them. Like, yeah, you're right. It's so obvious that, like, that, baseball... It's, it's so obvious... Hold on, Agno. Hold on. Go ahead. 
Brandon, go ahead. I, I don't know if you'd have every fan of the fan base people, turn on you. Look at how many people defend people him People love now. him. Yeah, yeah, it's like... That is true. There's a certain section of people that just don't care. I mean, it's... he will have, you know, a large swath of people who hate him on whatever team he goes to, but there's also going to be a lot of people who are going to be stoked about it. Yeah, All right. Yep. They're the worst <laughs> baseball fans you know. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we're near the end of our episode. I do want to get this in before we finish for the uh, for the, for the episode. We have four games coming up, four games versus the Twins. Friday is the home opener. Uh, and Monday is Patriots Day and the Boston Marathon. So let's get into it. On Friday, we have Joe Ryan, who is uh, is 0 and 1 with a 450 ERA. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's had four Ks. He's going up against Mister Nicky Smoochies, Nick Pavetta, who is also 0 and 1 with a 6.35 ERA and also four Ks. What are our thoughts and what do we think is going to happen? They're winning because they're in the City Connects. So are they wearing the City Connects? They're the wearing them on, weekend. They're wearing them on Friday at least. I think they might wear them all weekend. I don't know. They haven't. I need to know this before 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 I go to the game. Like <laughs> you should. I, I feel like I'm they might. Sure they they'll probably announce it daily, but they're definitely wearing them on Friday. That okay. hype video that they posted, I watched that like four times today. I was like, "We're going." They're it's, oh, they got they got Trevor in there in his City Connect. He looks good in yellow. They're winning. Mahago. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, the crowd at Fenway. Like, first game in Fenway, first series in Fenway. Crowd's going to be electric. I think they're going to come out and just mash. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm super excited for it. It's going to be a fun time. Smoochies is on the bump. All right, Brandon. Socks by 12. Nice. (laughs) Let's go. Carlos Correa over four. All right, (laughs) next game we have, it's Saturday. It's a 4-10 game. Uh, it is Sunny Gray. Well, I haven't seen it's so wild. Uh, Sunny, I haven't seen Sunny Gray pitching like Fenway since he was with the Yankees. Like that seems mm-hmm. like forever ago, right? In a while. It was forever ago. <laughs> uh, he's got a he's got zero wins, zero losses. I guess he got a no decision. A three eighty six ERA with four Ks. He is going up against Mister Tanner Hook. Um, Hawk, obviously. Tanner Hawk. I'm, Tanner Hawk, yes, that's that's what he's kept saying. I was so pissed <laughs> off about that. Uh, he's uh, he's got no wins or losses. He's got an eight ten ERA, one bad game. Uh, he had three strikeouts. He's got some good stuff though. What are our thoughts? Who do we think is going to take it? How many innings is Hawk going? Ooh. Brandon, Hawk will go five and a third. Sox win by seven. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. You really don't think the, the pitching Let's on go. the Twins is good? Or you think our offense is just that much better? Sunny Gray. It's, it's, it's going to wake up. We'll see. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to erupt. Doink. They're going to blow up. It's going to be crazy. Uh, I think that'll be a close game. I don't know what Sunny Gray's stuff looks like right now. I'm really curious to see what that looks like. I think Tanner will go. I'm going to give him like four and two thirds. That's my like conservative estimate. Your guys' lack of optimism concerning my boy. No, hey, that doesn't (laughs) that doesn't mean I don't trust the bullpen to finish the game. All right, here's the deal. (laughs) This is the this is uh it's Tanner Houck's season. He's going six and a third. He's gonna go third time through the order and not look like complete ass. I'm I'm calling it now. (laughs) Love that. Hottest take of the show. Yeah. Four and a third innings. How it gets a new decision. Red oh, Sox yeah. win by six. I'll take it. Um, Sonny Gray has a one, two, three, He's four. He's really he good since he left New York. He has a five-pitch arsenal. He has a four-seam, a sinker, a curveball, and a slider. He also throws a cutter. Uh, so far this season, he's thrown the fastball 38.2% of the time, the sinker 27.6% of the time, the curveball 15.8% of the time, and he doesn't throw his cutter all that often so far this season. Um, yeah, I think we're going to – I think what I said was right, four and a thirds, no decision, yeah. socks by six. 
I hope he just chooses to not throw high fastballs for some reason. Just do that. All right. <laughs> All right. Sunday, we have an early game. We have a 135 game. Uh, typical, typical of the game before uh, Marathon Monday. Uh, 135, we are facing Bailey Ober, who is 1-0 with a 7-2-0 ERA. He had four punchies. He's going up against Mr. Michael Walker. That's still so weird to me that he's playing for the Red Sox because <laughs> I didn't really like pay attention to his career and stuff. And like last time I really remember him doing stuff was in 2013 with the Cardinals. So, but yep. he's got a 208 ERA with four Ks. How many innings we think Waka Waka is going? I think he goes five innings, two earned. Five, five sounds cool. I'll take five. I'm good with five. But did you say that Ober? Is one and zero with a seven ERA? Yeah, yeah. Socks by fifteen, kid. <laughs> Does that even happen? What? It, what was the score of that game? I think I know what game that happened in. I mean, oh yeah, like the, tw- the twins one. have been like they've been having football games. Yeah, basically all season. Yeah. All right, I'm going. I'm going for four and two thirds. Um, obviously, he'll get a no decision. Um, and socks by by six again, kid. <laughs> um yeah. next uh next up we have it is marathon monday this is the early game i hate this day simply because i can't watch it i'm gonna have to listen to it um it's an 11 10 game a start and we have grandpa rich hill dick mountain grandpa dick grandpa dick uh, we've got Dylan Bundy with a one and record, a zero ERA, and two strikeouts uh, versus Dick Mountain, who's zero wins, zero losses with a six twenty three ERA, four Ks. I'm starting this one off. Uh, Dick Mountain's going to go six innings simply because he's going to be up at five o'clock in the morning. Uh, he's going to be fucking pumped. Dylan Bundy's going to get up at like nine o'clock. He's going to be like, "Fuck me!" Remember what happened yeah. last year for Marathon Monday? We faced uh, who's the White Sox pitcher? Um, Giolito. Yeah, Giolito. We fucking oh, yeah. lit him up. He was not yeah. ready at eleven o'clock in the fucking morning. This Dylan Bundy guy looks like he likes to party, so someone's just got to take him out on Sunday night, just get him real, real wasted. Because like that, this guy looks—he's got a point four whip. I know it's only one game but he's gonna walk into Fenway and get violent flashbacks to when he was an Oriole visiting Fenway (laughs) and he's gonna give up 10 runs uh socks by 20 20. (laughs) just keep escalating boy the yips give him uh, socks by 35 (laughs) socks by fucking 90 (laughs) do do we know if David Ortiz is going to be in the house that day or not I have no idea but I, I would assume he is I know they're probably going to do some uh, some videos for Jerry Rennie, um, which, you know, they should. Oh, yeah. It'll be yeah. a tearjerker. Yeah. Did you guys see the new Nesson studio at Fenway? It's so cool. That's yeah, nice. It's yeah. like you'll miss it on Jersey Street, but damn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's like pretty cool in comparison. It's going so. to be less swamped on, on Jersey Street now. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed they're not going on the road as much this year. Yeah. The broadcasters. That's a little disappointing. Like the radio crew still travels. Like, yeah. So it's kind of weird. Like, where's the, like, where's the room in the budget, Nesson? Did it all go to the new fucking studio? Yeah. <laughs> jo- Joey C, the big cheese. The big cheese. <laughs> I wonder if Eck was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, I'm <laughs> tired. So Eck, Eck doesn't like traveling. That's God. very silly for his job. <laughs> you like one of the yeah. easiest jobs on planet Earth. You're like, yeah, fuck it. You, you want to travel? Uh... Are you insane? <laughs> it's like, oh, you mean I have to go to new cities and experience new things? He's I guess like, it wouldn't be new for him, though. Not new for him, like, but I mean, yeah. every, everything is new and fun. Well, Malar is not going to be on it until they go to uh, Texas. Malar. Yeah, he'll be in Texas. Um, I guess Yuke is going to be doing the most. When's Maz's first call? I have no idea. And and honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Maz, but I don't hate him on the broadcast. Not as bad as I thought he was going to be. No, not nearly as bad. 
Um, so there is that. I can't wait until that one time he fucks up, though. Maz stinks. Not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> so, uh, anybody got anything else they want to add? Uh, other than Tony Maserati's a hack, no, I, I do not. Sock sweep. Sock sweep. Go socks, <laughs> kid. All right. Well, we're gonna call that an episode today. Everybody, we'll be back on Monday evening. Uh, send us your questions. We'll answer them. I'll give you our opinions or whatever. Um, happy Easter. Happy Easter to everybody out there. Happy Easter uh, some, is, is ham a thing for Easter? Is that what it is? I think it's whatever the hell you want mostly, but yeah, ham I'm, sounds I'm not, right. I'm not celebrating. I don't, I don't do that stuff. Same. Um, but yeah, have yourself your a Easter. wonderful Easter, everybody. Take your easy. Thanks for watching. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pesky Report. Make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.